Right. How are you travelling all good? Yeah, good. Just on the winds tonight. No, didn't have time to go out and get myself a preferred drop. But your man, your man's a big wine man these days. Who's that, Browntown? Yeah, Browntown. Ah, my man, <laughs> your man. No. Right. What are we on tonight? Actually, while we're we're on at the Precious Earth Shiraz, Southeast and Australia. Fucking beautiful drop. Is that us, Southeast Australia? Southeast, we are. Southeast. Yeah, we are. I guess, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. North is. Yeah, we're southeast. Bad one to ask on that one. Straight from Melbourne. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Let's clap in on three, two, one. Oh, he broke his ankles. Now he's got an entourage, and he's got a touchdown. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, all the listeners out there, all the boys competing in the Inner City Digits League. Uh, this is the official, unofficial podcast um, that you are listening to here of the Inner City Digits. Uh, pleasure to be here, back for week two on the airwaves. Uh, what a fucking treat. I uh, had some overwhelming uh, response from last week. The analytics department, Steve, went off. Um, I'm your host, the Godfather, and introducing you, my co-host for tonight and for the remainder of the season, you're listening to the commish here, the BPK420. Ooh. Let's fucking go. Dream up. Pleasure to be here as always. Shout out to the editing department. Hey, this fantasy is going quicker and quicker into week four now. Couple of big results from uh, week three. We'll t- touch on all that to be sure. I mean, what more is there to say? Let's let's fucking rip into it. Let's rip into it. Loved it. Thoughts on the track, by the way. Just popped up. Not even sure what it is. Did um, like the track. Just do pop- like the track. Something mix it up. It's good not knowing as well. Keeps a bit of suspense about it. Just you know what I'm saying? Typed in best hip hop, um, <laughs> American hip hop 2021. That Pretty was, general. Dick will be a fan of that. I think that was the first one. Shout out. Um, so, yeah, you're listening to the uh, week two of the podcast. Um, I, I hope everyone enjoyed it last week. Thanks Obviously. for the good feedback. It was seemed to be positive, which is nice. Yeah, no one got back to me, so I really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> There's the first jab. There's the, the first night. jab. There's the first jab. Uh, introducing some cue music for the jab boys. So um, rather than me just go hard this week, sort of, they're going to be subtle jabs. And that's just that's be the jab. The cue, that's so the jab cue. Just listen for it again. If you hear that, you know I've hit you between the eyes. Yeah. So um, just keep keep healed for that. Um, on a non-lighter note, uh, I just want to send the condolences out this week to Mike Tags Taglier. Oh, here, 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 here. This is um, sad. Look, he's a fa- fantasy uh, football analyst for Fantasy Pros. For those you don't know, I'm sure most of you do. Um, we're, we're definitely familiar with his work. Uh, he lost his life this week over the weekend. Sorry, over uh, due to COVID. Um, so leaves leaves behind a wife, two kids, I believe. Uh, there's a GoFundMe now. Uh, I think that GoFundMe uh, they they had set a hundred k target. They hit three hundred k in one day. Uh, I'm not sure what it's at at the moment, but um, it's uh, it hits you between the eyes. This kind of shit makes you realise, you know. Who you been around? It's uh, it's all for good, all for good cause. It's um, makes you realize what you got, I guess. Who you mates are? Sad to see. I mean, 
we've been listening to him for what a couple of years now, give or take. I know you oh, drafted plus. heavily off his advice, give or take. I so. wouldn't say heavily. I'd say my whole draft revolved basically, not basically, straight up from uh, Tags's rankings. Are you uh, dedicating some part draft- of this season? I'm de- dedicating my whole season to Mike Taglier and the Taglier family. Yeah, yeah, let's, uh, the audience is happy about that one. Absolutely I know that. So, um, shout out to Mike Taglier. It's going to be uh, you're going to be sadly missed on the Fancy Pros podcast. Uh, I'm sure they're listening out there. So, uh, hopefully, uh, him and his family uh, get on the end of this. Um, well said. And uh, look, I'm going to leave the politics aside here with regards to COVID. Just going to appreciate Mike Taglier and um, condolences to the family on the loss. Well said, Dreamer. That's enough of the uh, sad stuff. Let's get in the fun stuff, Joe. That's absolutely. You're listening to the in- Inner City Digits podcast. Let's go. Let's fucking actually go here. Fire um, up. Head-to-head results from the week. We're going to go through each matchup um, one by one. So first first match of the week, we had Run CMC, 136.64. Takes down the BPK420, your commissioner BPK420, oh. to score a 98. You go sub 100. Uh, Mike Williams just went off Big dirt Dirty Mike Big old dirt McGirt Went off for Run CMC With 33 and a half points Metcalf Kamara um, Just Look Just PPRs Just everywhere you look there And unfortunately Your team didn't perform Bar Brady and Madison Well I mean Madison's straight swap out For Cook Always helps But when Higby's Your third highest scoring player It's not going to bode well uh, Betty Knight is straight up there In Lake Tyres Gives me a bath Well deserving 40 points or something like that Um BPK's in some trouble now. One and two on the season. Falls down to eighth. But um, that's all we hear. Long season left. A few waiver actions to get it done. Let's keep it rolling. Speaking of one and two on the year, the Godfather, 107.42, cracks the ton but goes down to Team Dixon. That's right. 138.54. Look, congrats to Dick. Uh, Speaking of giving a bath, he gave me an absolute bath. Uh, I'm not sure what soap he was using on me uh, <laughs> come Monday morning, but he, yeah, he, he gave me a good cleaning out there. Uh, Cream Hunt, uh, Barkley, and um, Keaton Allen did the damage there. And um, look, I had a couple of decent scores up top, but um, didn't filter through down to the um, down to the krill. So two big things to take out of that matchup: Zeke back, Zeke couple back. of tuds going at the top score there, and for Team Dixon. He's kryptonite. He's man that'll bring him through to a playoff push. Saquon is back. Devontae Booker healthy and active this week. Uh, Buckley saw 90% of the snap share. Bodes well. Yeah. Bodes very well. So Team Dixon gets his first win on the year. Happy days. He'll look to build on that this week. Yeah, he's off the um, – he, he was on the bottom last week. If, well, he was. Either he's way, he's me. got the win on the board. Absolutely. Um, he's probably jumped me as well. I haven't looked at the ladder this week, but um, – yeah, look, I won't be apologising for some of the trash that I was throwing around last week. I, I still uh, stand by those comments. But, um, look, he proved me wrong and uh, got the win this week, so congratulations to Team Dick. Uh, shout out. Uh, next game up, we've got the Kentucky Kings, uh, the number two scorer in the league this week, I believe, with a score of 146.64. Goes down to Ridley's Believe It or Not. So, believe it or not, he uh, he does go down with a score of 148.24. Dulzy. Um, look, his wide receivers, uh, Devontae and Jefferson, just went bananas there. And, um, yeah, look, the Kentucky Kings, he, he had some good scores there. But uh, <sighs> there's no trophy for second, is there, Steve? There is not. Uh, it's an unlucky score to get pipped on, I will say that. But uh, Dulcie's team really starting to fire up with Devontae and Jefferson having their first monster scores of the week, both pulling over 25 there. Um, really, believe it or not, it's got a strong wide receiver call there. So if that can hold him strong most weeks... He's going to be tough to beat as, I mean, what's that, top scorer on the week as well. So, um, yeah, bad luck, Kentucky Kings. Congrats um, to Dorsey there with a the top scorer on the week. Big, big fan. 
We'll say he's got a nice little stack, old Kentucky Kings with Herbert Cup and Swifty that'll um, carry him far, but uh, not not good enough this week for the second time in uh, two weeks, I guess. Um, next up, we've got London Vic Drinkers with a disappointing score. I know he's filthy on it. Uh, injury riddled, sixty nine point nine points. Goes down to hanging with Hernandez, one thirty six point nine two. Hanging with Hernandez, he's hit gold there in Jamar Chase. Josh Allen pops off for the five tutty game. 37.5 points. Victory is obviously the biggest news there. Christian McCaffrey goes down with what is known as a hamstring injury. I have to say how that one plays out in the injury news later on. But uh, Crystal Mick moves up to third on the ladder, 2-1 and one on the year. Morgs back to reality, 2-1, and one, gets his first loss on the year. Yeah, look, I was a big fan of the drinkers this uh, last week. Not that I'm not this week, but that score, that could be one of the worst fantasy scores I've ever seen. To That's be poor. It did get crippled, but, I mean, we all get injuries. It is what it is. I know he's uh, he's up against it this week again, just uh, crucified with injuries. But I think there's a story to take out here. Hanging with Hernandez, pulls on for the big score, uh, 136. He'll be, he'll be sitting pretty now in the next couple of weeks. Mm. And rounding out the week three action we've got was our matchup of the week. We had the Randall Throbbers with a score of 119.38. Goes down to the still undefeated Abbots Browntown, 121.32. Shout out, my man. Uh, obviously, Najee Harris pops for the Randall Throbbers. So does Eckler and DJ Moore. But Brownie answers right back with Brandon Cooks, Tractor Zito, Derek Henry, and Mikey Evans. I believe that's the matchup where Brownie needed... He was down by two points, had Devontae Smith left. Devontae Smith got him five points, nibs ahead. Easy as that, moves to undefeated and uh, outright top spot. So congrats. Congrats. Your man. Just on that, uh, the coach of the decade, uh, where is he? <laughs> He's in licorice at the moment. He's in all sorts. Well, I mean, look, it's a reasonable score. Uh, and while we're on reasonable scores there, matchup of the week, Moving forward, I don't want to hear anybody calling us out on who should have been matchup of the week. We have been delegating matchup of the week for the last eight months uh, in all formats, and we've just nailed it with our first uh, matchup of the week. It's two points. Two in point it. buffer. Came down to the last game. So anybody that wants to pipe up or thinking about piping up, forget maybe about it. Second, think about that and just back the fuck up a bit and Could- let us do our thing here and you do your thing. Couldn't agree more. Uh, it was a brilliant matchup. Abbott's Browntown, probably a little bit close for his comfort, but hey, wins a win, moves to three on now. He's the champ at the moment, so uh, I'm going to go with that. Uh, Who's hot and who's not from the week? Uh, First of all, um, congratulations to the winners there and condolences to the losers. Um, Who's hot from the week? Top overall by position. This is my favourite segment. I like it so far. Uh, I really enjoy it. Uh, Top three QB. Uh, First QB off the rank, Josh Allen, 37.5 points, owned by hanging with Hernandez. Uh, he went for 350 yards, four TDs, nine rushing yards and a rushing and a rushing TD. So, um, well, that's just a fucking piss take is what that is. He's back. They were slow the first couple of weeks, Buffalo. They seem to have found their groove a bit there. He's got weapons everywhere. Manny Sanders, the revival of Manny Sanders. Um, hey, if he can keep pulling, that's why he drafted him. That's why he was the second QB off the board. Scans will be expecting to build on that this week. Number two QB, uh, for those listening out there right now, currently, wherever you are, whatever time it is, put your hands up in the air. I'm going to wait. Put those fucking hands up and start clapping those hands for my man, Herbie, Justin Herbert, with a score of 30.84. He's owned by the Kentucky Kings. Shout out to you, Prawn. He went for 380, 380 yards, four passing TDs, and he rushed for a handful of yards there. But 
Look, when it came down, I don't know who watched it. I don't really care who watched it. They're my charges, and Justin Herbert is my man. And for those lucky enough to watch it, it was an absolute masterclass and a young quarterback in the making. The rivalry is on in the AFC West between the Chiefs and um, and the Chargers. Um, it's our division. It's the best division in the NFL, but it's our fucking division. And it, and it starts again this week with the Raiders when we take them down on Monday Night Football. Let's fucking go, baby. There you go. There you go. Statements made. Um... Listen, Herbert throws a mean fucking spiral, doesn't he? Absolutely, he does. He throws a He's mean spiral. spiral in the NFL. I think what's also helped him, the emergence of Mikey W, you mentioned him before. He'll pop uh, up. He'll def- pop up. Definitely helps. Uh, but hey, no, that's nothing to take away from Justin Herbert. Getting it done against the Chiefs. Who have we got number three? We've got Matthew Stafford with a score of 29 and a half. He's popped up in our podcast. Um, he's part of the Breakfast Club, him and Cooper Cup. Um, he's owned by himself, BPK420, your commissioner. He went for 350 yards and four passing TDs. Um, yeah, he's doing things at the moment, Matt Stafford. Got a tough dilemma with him at the moment. Got him and Brady. Don't know who to start every week. Started Brady. Brady didn't score that far off, but it's uh, it's a tough tough pill to swallow at the moment. It's uh, very tough. Take it away for the next couple of dreamer. It's internet connection. If anyone's listening up there um, on that note and someone's chasing a QB, I know duels, you probably are if you're picking up uh, Danny Dimes off the waiver last week. <laughs> if you're chasing a QB, um, your commissioner's got a couple of them handy there. Stafford or Brady on the line on the trade table, happy to at entertain the right offers. Price. At um, the right price. I'll definitely be looking at some form of, I mean, tight end would be fucking nice, but beggars can't be choosers. I'll, I'll really take anything. Nice, nice depth option. As yeah, I said, look, I got you're not no pushing them out. You're not pushing them out the door either. They're just. I'm just stating that you've got two of them. So if it, if if someone was looking for one, potentially you are. Maybe um, maybe Dools, across. Dools hit me up. We could possibly work something out there. Yeah, but, but you're not in a rush to get rid of them. Obviously, it's handy having two there. Yeah, one goes down. You never know. Injuries are a cruel part of this game, but it's the game we sign off for. It's the game we love. The QBs. Who we got? RB. RBs. I'm impressed with this one. Number one RB on the week is the rookie out of Pittsburgh. It's Najee Harris. Great to see. 28.2 points. Uh, Unfortunately, is owned by the Randall Throbbers. Only 40 rushing yards, but check out this stat line. 14 receptions off 19 targets, 102 passing yards for a running back. That that says an awful lot about the Pittsburgh O-line, I think, right now. I'm not sure if you saw that video of Big Ben just like falling over his own feet. He is officially done, I think. No, I've been a bit off the grid this week. I've been doing a lot of painting um, at home. Looks so good, but Working from home, yeah, it does look good. So, no, I missed it, but um, I did I did see those 14 receptions. So, yeah, that'll be a record this year for an RB, surely. Absolutely. I mean, if you can do that week in, week out, those little dump-offs, we know in PPR format, they're a big fucking deal. So, happy to see Najee. Uh, they spent the high draft capital on him. Uh, I know he wanted him to pop. He has popped, and he'll look to build on that uh, in the coming weeks. Mm. Number two RB on the week, we've got Kareem Mean Hunt with a score of 27.5 points, owned by Team Dixon, 81 rushing yards with a rushing tutty, six receptions, 74 yards off seven targets. Listen, he's gonna, you're going to ride the highs and lows of Kareem Hunt all last, uh, this year. I know Dick's big on him. He was the fantasy darling for him, won him the title last year, so Dick always going to have a bit of a soft spot for him. But, I mean, he's going to do this. Nick Chubb's still a good work as well. But, I mean, 27.5 points, that's going to help you. And obviously helped him in defeat against yourself. Yeah, it's a quality game. It's, uh, it was, it was uh, it's pretty stiff to get on the arse end of a, a good Kareem Hunt game like that. Because they're, they're, they're few and far between, let's be honest. They are. I will say low, low threshold for the RBs this week by the look of it. Obviously, we had the 40s and that from last week. McCaffrey the week before. But, um, hey, 
is what it is. We don't like that sub-30 thrash. No, we want over 30 for the RBs. That's why we draft them high. That's why we take fucking 20 of them in the first three rounds. Uh, they're hard to come by, though. But uh, with that being said, we had the Monday night special here in Zeke Elliott popping off for 26 and a half points. He's back. He's owned by the godfather, your co-host, Potty. Uh, 95 rushing yards, two rushing tuds, three receptions, 21 yards. You got any thoughts on him? I know he's disappointed the first couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, look, he was disappointed. He's my first pick, so he's never going to be up for trade. What pick did you take him? Uh, pick five. Pick five. Uh, pick so five that, that, was, that was the threshold. It was, it was tough after pick four. Look, uh, after that, you just you basically just... It's personal take, preference. Yeah, it's personal preference. You've got a nip pick uh, somewhere. Look, I'm going to be honest. I did think about Aaron Jones at points, but there was too many signs for Zeke to have a good season, so I took him. Um, and look, I wouldn't say I'm regretting it at all, but um, you know I've had my thoughts in the first two weeks. But that that was a nice game. I'm you not, needed I'm to not, see this from him this week, I'm otherwise not, it was alarm bells. Yeah, I'm not sold. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm sold. That's a great, that's a great start. But um, look, I've taken him my first pick at pick five. I need that week in, week out. Tony Pollard's a pain in his ass right now. Oh, I, need, I, I need Tony Pollard to back the fuck up. <laughs> um, I've got him on my pine. Um, I'm hoping it gets to a stage where. Tony Pollard maybe does an ACL, and then it's yeah, just Zeke. We never wish injuries, but no, for your bench players, probably, you can roll I almost it. retract that comment, but that's <laughs> where I'm heading. You know, I just want I want Tony Pollard out of there and let get get no ball. So, um, pleasing look, thing to see was the two rushing tuds. That that, yeah. that helps a lot, I think. I, I heard something pop up during the week. Not sure if I read it, saw it, um, where it came from, but um, the Dallas coach said it's a long season. We're not rushing Zeke into it. We don't want to overdo him early. Um, it's a long season. So, look, if I'm there about to the end of the year, uh, you know, fingers crossed I am knocking a bit of wood, um, I think that's when Zeke's time will come. So this is just a nice little taste of what I can see in the future. RBs is what we love. Let's go. So we've got a sub-30 cutoff there with 26.5. Zeke Elliott, the number three receive, uh, running back uh, on the week. But uh, our wide receiver showed up this week, let's be honest. We've got my man... Big Dirt, Paid Dirt, Dirty Mike, Dirt McGirt, Mike Williams with a score of 33.20, owned by Run CMC. He went for seven, 122, and two receiving TDs off nine targets. So he's just making the most of his balls that he's getting from Herbert. There's a good connection there, clearly, in the offseason. And uh, he's the number one red zone target there at a big, I'm not sure exact size, but he'd be 6'5 plus or 6'4 plus. He's a big man. Just put it up and let him go to work. I mean, the talent's never been an issue with Mike Williams. It's always been... Uh, Stay healthy. Stay fit. The best ability is... Availability. There we go. And Michael Williams is smashing that. I know you got the two late touchdowns in the fourth there for the off the Herbmeister. But, um, hey, he's he's up there at the moment with probably the value of the draft so far. Like it. Devontae Adams, though, with 31.2, owned by Ridley's Believe It or Not, takes our number two spot there. The audience loves it. He's had 12 catches, 132 yards, one receiving TD off 18 targets. You know Aaron, you know Aaron Rodgers is going to throw him the ball. It, they've just got no one else, and it's it's great to see. A good Devontae Adams is good for fantasy, which is good for any NFL, really. I uh, like it. Really love it. And um, is that his first pick, was it, Ridley's? Or? Yeah, so it would have been, I'm tipping around five, about, what, Eight to six, seven to ten, maybe something like that. Well, six, six to yeah, six, six to, to ten. ten. Yeah, like he's a first half round. Half the first we'll go round, that. Yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup at number three. My little Cooper Cup, thirty point six zero, owned by the Kentucky Wings. Um, nine catches, ninety six yards, two receiving TDs. Great score. Cooper Cup having a great season, uh, but yeah, just not good enough for Prawn unless you're playing for second spot. <laughs> on the <league. laughs> Like it though, Cooper Cup doing some damage. 
Definitely the number one target. We mentioned it last week, those breakfast club meetings with Matty Staff for uh, working dividends at the moment. He just seems to be their third down target when they're third and long. They look for one man, one man only. Uh, he's up there with uh, value of the year as well. Let's be honest. We need to know what they're eating for breakfast. What do you reckon it is? Probably uh, like a granola? Well, well I, think they're, I think they're going either way. I think, um, I think Stafford's eating meat. I think Stafford's eating meat. He's getting protein. Um, he's getting eggs, maybe double eggs. So maybe, you know how you get your stock standard two eggs with your meal. I reckon he's maybe getting four eggs. He's probably splitting it down the middle. He might be getting two fried, two poached. Okay. Uh, or even just, he might even be having a couple of hard-boiled eggs at home and then going and eating breakfast. Mm, hard-boiled eggs cup. are rank. Oh, I don't mind. I'm a big mm, fan, actually. Interesting. Uh, but he's eating a lot of bacon. Cooper Cup, um, let me sit on that for a week. But Matt Stafford, he's eating protein. He's eating meat. There we go. You heard it here first. Get back to us, Matty Stafford. I know you're probably listening, so uh, just hit us up. You you and Coop, let us know. I wouldn't mind. Uh, Next up, we've got top three tight ends on the week. These are the few surprising names in here. Number one tight end in the week, we've got Dalton Schultz. That's right, Dalton fucking Schultz from the Dallas Cowboys. 26 points on the week. He's currently on the waiver. Six catches, 80 yards, and a couple of receiving tutties there from Dak. Still on the waiver. No one wants him. Don't believe so. Score 26, nobody needs a tight end. Is that what you're telling me? I've got Higby. I, I just can't bring myself. Who have I got? Um, Hawkinson. TJ, he had a rough week. Rough week. Yeah, rough yeah. week for the top end boys. Still, anyway. though, surely someone could go with a fucking tight end. It's On the pine, even. It's it's more so you take away those tards. It was a, a nice thing. I mean, Philly, I, I heard, play a lot of cover two pre-events. So allow a lot of stuff up the guts there. So that might be a little nugget for DF, all your DFS players in the future. A lot of mouse there at Dallas as well, obviously. That's it. I did think they, well, they pumped on 40 points against the Eagles as well, who looked ordinary. Um, next up, another surprise pack on the week. We've got Tyler Conklin, 20 points exactly. Still on the waiver. Uh, seven catches, 70 yards and a tutty there. Obviously plays for the Vikings. Thoughts on him needs to be picked up, stay on the waiver. I don't be honest with you. This I don't know if this is unprofessional, but I don't even know who that is. I've got no idea either. Yeah. Someone went down. I don't mind it though. But the second top scorer on the week in, in terms of the tight end position, I actually rate it. So um, shout out Tyler Conklin if you're listening. Uh, we're a big fan of yours anyway. That's it. Well, well said. Let's go with that. Well said. Uh, we know him now. And then the third tight end on the week, uh, it's Mike Gusecki. He's back, 18.6 points, owned by Team Dixon, 10 catches, 86 yards. Uh, no tutties, though. That definitely helped him uh, put the slaughter to you on the weekend. Uh, I think Team Dick got a bit lucky this week in terms of his scorers. I okay, mean, okay. Gusecki. Gusecki. I've got Gusecki I'm not taking anything away from Dick. Uh, that sounded like I was sort of using an excuse. I thought but the I, jab bar was coming. I think he's um, I think he's probably overperformed in, in a couple of departments there with Kareem Hunt and Mike Gusecki, but shout out. You've only uh, got to perform got win. that week who you're up against. And that's and fair. And that's all that matters, that's isn't fair. it? And look, he's, he's done the damage. Um, I'm not salty at all. So I did watch it. <laughs> I did watch that replay. That was a lot of they were chasing towards the end. A lot of chunk plays there towards the end. We'll see if that keeps up, but uh, Mike Gusecki doing what Dick drafted him for. Well done. Shout out to all those top scorers, but with the uh, top scorers, it comes to shit scorers, and these are the stinkers this week. Yeah, this is rough. You don't want to be fe- – this is a segment you don't want your name listed on, I guess. Nah, and, like, look, I'm still out on this one here, but um, I think I am starting to come around to it in terms of uh, injury injured players being there because they started. I didn't rate it last week, but I'm starting to rate it now, to be honest with you. They, you, you start them, they fuck you, you're in. Well, number one, lost in the week. 
It did. It's simple as that. And he deserves to get mentioned. And that's AJ Brown with a score of 0.3, owned by the coach of the decade. He's starting to look more like the coach of last decade, to be honest. <laughs> uh, the Randall Throbbers. Um, injured in the first quarter. Um, just a little bit more on the Throbbers there. Look, he, he he did mention on the socials that he wasn't really impressed. He rated the podcast, but he wasn't impressed on um, the ammunition fired at him from me. Shout out to Hita, uh spending the weekend in Latvia. In Latvia. Latvia. Popped over to Latvia for the weekend. I was just going to try a Latvian accent, but I don't even know what it is, so I'm just going to steer clear from that. not even sure it is on the map, to be fair. But um, I know we had a big uh, one over there. Latvia is Eastern Europe. It's, um, you know, it's over near the Ukraine, Estonia. How long would it take him to get there? From London? Oh, it'd be less than a fucking three-hour flight. It'd be two-hour flight. It's quite amazing, isn't it? So I know we had a... nobody. No, we gave it a decent crack over there. There's no drugs. No Latvia. drugs, drug free. Well, I can guarantee you if there's one man that's going to find <laughs> drugs in Latvia, it's Heath George. It's the coach of the decade. It is Heath George. I'm telling you now, he will find a 10-pack of green hearts or whatever is just chasing over there. All those stomping stigs, remember? No those doubt about fucking it. absolute brick-looking motherfuckers. Yeah, no doubt about it. Right, who's, who's on the uh, who's not hot from this week? Uh, we've got Robert Tonyan. Well, Rob Tonyan, 1.6, owned by Run CMC. Green Bay Packers, tight end. Um, there was a bit of noise around in preseason, but yeah, that's uh, that, that's what he's about right there. Obviously, he wasn't going to exceed expectations what he did last year, pumping in I think thirteen tutties. He'll come good, it's like the tight end position. If you don't have one of those top few, you're gonna have to ride the highs and lows, like the Gaseckis, the fucking Dalton Schultz's, the Conklins, the Higbies. Part of the parcel. Oh, um, Conklin's not in that. Um, he's he, he's not in that conversation. He's to- we're talking top five now for Conklin at the moment. Is that a board bet? Uh, that's a board bet. You want to put it on the board? Let's put it on the board. Three, two, one. Let's put, put it, it on, on the board. board. You can put it on the board. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the first board bet of the night. Let's go. Next up, number three, coming on the week. It's your man. It's TJ Hawkinson with three points on the week. Uh, yeah, that's ordinary. After a couple of stomper weeks to begin with, kind of got shut down there over the weekend. He's owned by... The Godfather. Yeah, that stings, doesn't it? Uh, probably yeah. wasn't going to get you the win, rain, hail, shine, so you're happy to rep those shitty weeks when you're going get, to get pumped, I guess, anyway. Well, yeah, like, it wasn't going to get me the win by himself, but no one man uh, makes the team, you know? So if he performs and a couple other people perform, it's a different uh, it's a different script. Different ball game. So not good enough from TJ Hawkinson. I know he'll bounce back. But, he'll bounce um, back. He'll be fine. He, he's probably that cut off on the reliable tight ends, I'd say. Well, not judging by this score, but in general. Yeah. Look, I'll get it out of the way. Get that cheap win to Cedric out of the way and um, I'll go with that. <laughs> There's not much respect on Dick's win, is there? Oh, uh, look. Um, we'll, we'll touch base on why uh, a bit further on. All right. Next up, number four on the week, we've got Mark Ingram. He rightfully deserves to be here uh, with the score of three points owned by London Vic Drinkers. Obviously, um, Morgs had to start him this week with the Josh Jacobs doubtful from the start of the week. Mark Ingram is Mark Ingram. He will do this the majority of the weeks. You are starting him in the hope that he falls on the goal line, maybe a pass interference in the end zone, get on the one-yard line, punch one in. He's a TD threat and that's it. Uh, and coming in at number five on the week, surprise for my liking, start him in a few leagues. It's Damian Harris, 3.1 points, also owned by the Godfather. It's not bad for me getting two out of the um, two, two out, out of the five, five bottom bottom scores in the league. So, so what'd you lose by thirty odd? Thirty odd. Well, there's there's a dent in it. 
Hawk 15, Harris 15. Eh, it gets close. You can blame it on those two boys this week. I know they've yeah. got a tough matchup this week against the Bucks vaunted run defense. So I'll, I'll, actually, I'll actually give Dick some credit there. Um, even if it was for those two to have a decent game, I probably wouldn't have got there. So There we go. Credit we'll where credit's due. Well played, Team Dixon. Well done. That's all she wrote for the shitter scores of the week. The shitter scores of the week. Let's get the fuck out of there. Um, over to the ladder, Steve. Who have we got? What's right. happening with the ladder? Is some movement this week? We've got week? some movement. We've got some movement. We have an outright top, man. We mentioned it before. It's your man. It's Abbott's fucking Browntown. Undefeated on the year. Three and zip. Put your fucking hands up and clap that shit in, baby. Let's I'm go. I've been a big fan of him. So his playoff percentage. I don't know. Are we decided we put much into this shit? Playoff percentage? Chance to make it? I like it. He's got a 96% chance to make playoffs. Let's jot it down. Let's jot it down. Um, Let's jot it down. See as of that. next week, I'm going to be bringing a notepad in. It's just, it's really off the cuff here. Let's be honest. It's, uh, there's fuck all preparation apart from you dominating in terms of the uh, run sheet. But um, on my end, I'm doing fuck all here. So I'll be bringing in a notepad and I'll be putting shit down uh, like that, like Abbott's Browntown 96%. So that when he makes it this year, because he will make it, we can go over that. But it's, it's blokes, you know, with, Whoever, like, like. anyway, keep going down. I'll we'll make keep sure going down and make down. sure we come in there. Yep. Uh, second, third, and fourth, and fifth. From two down to fifth, we've got a three-way tie. Everyone on two and one. We've got Ridley's Believe It or Not, Hanging with Hernandez, Run CMC, and the London Vic Drinkers. Ridley's Believe It or Not, 85% chance. Hanging with Hernandez, 55 Run CMC, 79%. And the Vic Drinkers takes a big hit this week with his injury to McCaffrey going into 38% chance. So, like, hanging with Hernandez there, 55. What is 50 50 to make it from here, is he? Yeah, I disagree with it. As I said, I think it's too early in the season. I I did as well. I I mean, he's he's third third on the ladder. Sure, you've got to give that some form of respect, uh, ESPN. So maybe fix that as well. Uh, It's your king of uh, second highest scores of the week next up. We've got the Kentucky (laughs) Kings at one one and two on the year. Does have an 80% chance to make the playoffs, though, which is healthy. Seventh, we've got Team Dixon with a 59% chance to make the playoffs. BBK 420, 64% chance. The Godfather rounding out the one and two brigade with only a 24% chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, so like this is where my notepad will come in handy. I'm not saying I'm going to make it, right? It's too low. Uh, I'm not saying I'm going to make it, but like 24%. um, (laughs) It's insulting. That's a fucking... It's fucking insulting, I feel like my team's... Like reasonable, yes, underperforming. I mean, everyone says that. So. There shouldn't be forty percent difference between you and me. Twenty-four. Anyway, I'm, I'm, we're bringing the notepad in. Notepad's and, coming and we're out talking next playoff week. percentage because it's a nice talking point. Um, Is there any of those that you severely disagree with? Oh, sorry. Well, let's round out the ladder first. Tenth, the only man without a win on the year. It's the coach of the decade. It's the Randall Throbber, zero and three. Twenty percent chance to make it. So you've only got a four percent better chance of making it in the playoffs than the Randalls. Yeah, well, I've been slagging the Randalls off like it's going out of fashion. And, um, it'd be embarrassing if I thought that I was only a 4% chance better uh, of making it than him. So do I? is there anything there that I severely disagree with? Severely? I think the word severely is tainting my thought process right now. But severely, no. Not severely. Um, if I thought... I do think the Vic drink is at 38% is rough. He was undefeated last week. McCaffrey is not going to IR, so we'll be back within the three-week period. And McCaffrey, healthy McCaffrey is good for your uh, fantasy team. That's the probably only one I severely disagree with. And I mean, twenty percent and twenty four percent for the throwers and the Godfather is probably a touch too low as well. Yeah. 
It's not a great confidence boost when you look at that. I will say that as well. No, it's not. It's an interesting one. But Severely, no, but um, yeah, you're probably right there with the Vic drink because he's pretty low there, uh, 38%, but he's only a win clear of the next spot. So. Same with Scandals, 55%. So I mean, he's third on the ladder. But uh, yeah, you've got one clear out in front at the moment. It's your favourite. It's Abbott's Browntown. Best of luck to everyone. Once again, put those hands up and clap him in. It's, um, it's, the, it's the current champ right now uh, after three weeks. Uh, my man, Browntown. It was uh, early Sunday morning. I was trying to um, talk trades with him for Derrick Henry. Didn't get far, to be honest. Yeah, Tried to maybe take advantage of some lack of sleep, but uh, yeah, yeah, you get that on the big jobs. There's two ways trade talk can go on a Sunday morning, (laughs) and it's depending on whether you slept on the Saturday or whether you woke up on the Sunday morning. Um, If you you woke up on the Sunday, it can go pretty good, but um, if you didn't sleep... It's just a lot of back and forth. I can't confirm or deny whether that happened, but yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. Not suggesting anything, but yeah. Anyway, just putting it out there. Uh, that's a lot of major injuries from the week. Um, who we got here? This is tough. This is a rough segment. This is this is where it's won and lost. It can cripple a year from it. Uh, dream or take it away. Well, the biggest injury basically on the week, even though it's not severe, is, uh, is a hamstring to Christian McCaffrey. CBC is the number one pick. T's and P's. Owned by the London Vic Drinkers. Thoughts and prayers out there. Uh, it's Trouble Hubbard time, though. Let's, let's go. Honest. Let's um, go. Let's get out of that Christian McCaffrey hole at the moment. So watch his space on how long he's going to be back. Until that day, we're not going to talk about him anymore. It's... Um, it's pretty stiff for the for the drinkers, but let's go Chubba. The Vic drinkers will know when he's back, put it that way. You'll know as well. AJ Brown, arguably, oh, well, I wouldn't say arguably. It's definitely not the biggest injury of the week, but he's also done a hamstring. Two being confirmed timeline, owned by the uh, the coach of the decade, Randall Throbbers. He was injured in the first quarter. He costs heat of the week. He'll miss a couple, no doubt. And um, look. He's been the worst value pickup this my, year. For mine, the audience is happy about it because that opens up <laughs> some room for Julio Jones to get some receptions and increase that score and uh, boost my uh, playoff percentage. <laughs> oh, that's what it's about, isn't uh, it? It's, ESPN. It's, look, it's all about numbers. You know you know, it's a numbers game here in terms of percentages. So, Stats um, driven. Oh, I'm personally rating that injury. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster <laughs> ribs owned by the uh, your commission at BPK420. It's uh, to watch this space here, see how this play, plays out. Um, so who's left there of the Steelers, though? If well, Deontay, Deontay didn't play, out. so it's probably Chase Claypool. He was grimacing on the start sideline, but I think that's what you can put it down to, Najee getting the 19 uh, targets on the week around 14 catches. So probably good good news for the Randalls if um, Juju misses that short yardage game. Mm. But it's tough. It's, t- it's tough. Any injury, you don't want injuries early. You don't want them late. It's about avoiding the landmines when you can. We'll see how this plays out. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. So we've got Tyler Lockett with a knee. I didn't see this at all, but apparently um, he came off and walked back on. Did he play? Did he get a snap? What, what happened? Or did you just walk on? He, what, did he, he walk in in trousers or any gear? No, he up? walked off the field, got some treatment for uh, a few plays, come back on, but wasn't the same. So we'll have to see the old questionable tag out plays out this week. So he played snaps? Yes. No, it's that's a good sign. It's a good sign. The original report was mild MCL sprain. I don't know what it, that even means. I feel that's... It's like a what's a sprain? Uh, a sprain is a technical word for a bruise. Not much. Yeah, I is think. it a bruise? Yeah. Um, a sprain is, I believe, it's a stretch ligament or something along those lines, or or, or something like that. If there's any um, doctor dream, there's any osteopaths or any therapy people out there listening, um, reach out in the socials. Uh, we'll mention it next week. You'll get your shout out. Uh, this could be your time to shine if uh, you're in that area. Um, Dalvin Cook ankle missed week three, uh, owned by your commissioner, BPK420, you, Steve. Um, 
you got Madison as your handcuff. I right? do. So, so played Madison. Madison got the twenty three points on the weekend. So I'm pretty pretty happy that uh, drafted his handcuff. Um, as I said, I much prefer Dalvin Cook, but uh, I'll have to see how that one plays out. Okay. Next up, a couple of in, uh, injuries from the Giants. We've got Sterling Shepard, hamstring, to be confirmed timeline, owned by the London Vic Drinkers. Is this Kenny G time? Well, I own him, yes. I'm not sure, Dale. I think I do. So for my sake, yes, I hope it is. But another Kenny, another Kenny selfish, G. there we go. I like Look, it. It's all about me right now. So Kenny G, he's, um, he's, a ba- he's been a bad draft pick, and he probably will continue to be a bad draft pick. Uh, my hopes aren't high here. Uh, Sterling Shepard. Really, like, is he going to get that many more targets, uh, Kenny J? So, uh, no, it's not Kenny J time. Just a brutal week for the London Vic drinkers on the injury front. Next up, we've got Darius Slayton, also from the Giants, doing a hamstring to be confirmed timeline. He's on the waiver, so it won't matter. Probably just an uptick to Kenny G, Saquon. Okay, now it's Kenny J time. Now it's Kenny uh, J with time. Double injury, it's Kenny J time. Let's fucking go. Let's, Let's fire, fire up. up. First game of the year, week four. It's time to show up. Let's go. Let's go. Next up, we've got this was this was sad to see. Uh, James White, the PPR beast from previous years and this year in fantasy, cut it off with a hip injury. He's owned by the Kentucky Kings. He's out indefinitely. Uh, word was it was a similar injury to the one Ryan Fitzmagic uh, did in week one. Don't know who they're going to back up there. Probably some Ramondre Stevenson, JJ Taylor. No one knows. It's Bill Belichick. As I said, they've got a tough matchup against the Bucks this week. Uh, I have to watch this space. I believe Prawn just dropped him as well to the waiver, so probably... None of Prawn's concern anymore, anyway. Dropped James White to the waiver. He did. Absolutely. Prawn's brutal. Pr- Prawn's, Prawn, uh, it's probably a fair drop. Ten-man uh, league, you can find some, find some riffraff. He'll be out it's a couple a, of months. It's pretty brutal for someone with fuck-all credentials. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck, like, he's been nowhere the last two years. All of a sudden, he's got back-to-back second-top <laughs> score in the weeks, and he's starting to drop blows like James White. Like, come on, I hope you're enjoying that on your fucking solo walk tomorrow morning, Prawn. Oh, I do respect that. No, Mrs. Walk. I'm a no, big fan that. of that. That's actually an applause. I don't know why I was barbing that, uh, jabbing that. Next up, we've got... Uh, oh, let's just stay on that for one second oh, while yeah, we're on yeah, it. Let's stay Jeez. on. Uh, Prawn, that's that's really well done from you. Just palming the misses off. Uh, you know, can, may, I, may I come work, walk with you, Sean? I'm assuming that's how when you've just said, look, <laughs> back the fuck up. <laughs> This Let is, me this do is my time. Thing. This, this is my is, time. This is prawn time. Uh, this is pod time. So I really appreciate that. And um, yeah, it goes a long way. It doesn't go unnoticed here on our end. Appreciate the love, prawn, on you. Uh, next up, we've got Jero Bernard, knee injury waiver. He actually hurt his knee on a flip into the end zone. Uh, it's quite silly, isn't it? That's uh, I know we talked about Lamar was close to get away with an injury last week. Uh, he was timeline to be confirmed. He's on the waiver. Not really be all end all. Probably an uptick for Fournetti or Ronald Bones Jones, I guess. It is silly, but uh, I'm a big fan of um, showmanship. Uh, I'm a big fan of um, showing off, uh, flaunting it. Um, but we all like a you can you can score a touchdown and do a fucking mean ass dance fucking, or something. It's, it's pretty unfortunate. It is unfortunate, but it's high risk, high reward. I'm I'm about that. Okay, you about that? I, I, I'm about that. I'm Let's not about that. I'm okay. not about that. Straight up, not right. about that. Because now he's just cost the Bucks and his team a couple of weeks on the sideline. Look, I'm not about that if you're Lamar Jackson doing front flips in the end zone. You don't need to do that, Lamar. You can walk in. You can you can do whatever you want in the end zone. Cunts are going to rail you. If you're Gio Bernard... Who made Gio Bernard the king of fucking celebrations? No, that's right, though. If you're Gio Bernard, who is Gio Bernard? If you're Gio Bernard, you need to do things to catch the eye of anybody. So front flips in the end zone or whatever he did, I'm about that. Uh, I'm strictly Lamar, about it. I'm not, well, you finally earned the trust of Tom Brady. 
and you fucking you've fucked yourself now. Yeah. Simple as that. Uh, moving on. Uh, this one hurts. Justin Fields uh, went for an X round. His throwing hand should be fine, but might not matter. Garbage performance by himself. The Bears. Coach said Andy Dalton may be back or maybe even Nick Foles, which is tragic. Um, owned by Abbott's Browntown. He'll probably hold him, can afford to hold him. Hopefully that plays out. But, um, yeah, I don't want anything to do with any any bear at the moment. They're, uh, they're trash. The big question is there, um, is it his wanking hand? Mm. Yeah. Is his throwing hand and his wanking hand the same hand? Because you know how some people, are they bowl right arm and they bat left-handed. Um I want to get to the bottom of that. Is that his wanking hand? Because that could mean that you, could mean you predominantly. If you can't spank the meat and you can't you can't nudge one out there, then um, look, he's going to have a build up of testosterone. So that could mean good or bad. Depends. He's probably got a few it. bitties that can uh, help him out on that one. I'm True. thinking as well. True. Might not need to get it rolling. He's not Dino from Dymo. No. The old Dymo dilemma <laughs> where you can't uh, you can't <laughs> knock one out. So uh, you don't have uh, you don't have uh, birds queuing up out Landvoss. That's a story we'll have to touch on I'll the old out. Dymo dilemma in the future. Yeah, I think that's a good old, one. The old mixing the beard. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, rounding out, we've got KJ Hammer with a knee injury. He's done for the year. Uh, he's on the waiver now. Timmy Patrick, Colton Sutton, upgrade the target share with Jerry Judy still out. And uh, one more, Elijah Moore, concussion. He's on the waiver. Jets are ordinary. Zach Wilson's ordinary. Probably don't invest in the Jets at all. Maybe upgrade Corey Davis, I guess. That's fair enough. Pretty happy with that. Um, pretty happy to end it on that note. So condolences there again with the injuries. Let's uh, let's let's move to the waiver. Steve it dropped about an hour or so ago. Um, Big waiver. Obviously, there was one man everyone was after. Uh, we all know who got him. It was the number one pick on the week. It was Chuba Hubbard. You mentioned before. Added by the Randall Throbbers. Robbie Anderson back down the waiver wire. Tell you what, we all um, we all thought it was an interesting drop last week from Morgs, but he's beat the crowd. Robbie Anderson simply not performing. Maybe McCaffrey going out gets him a little uptick in targets. I know they just traded so away what, their what, tight end. What, what, what happened? What, are we applauding Morgs, Morgs for something? The drinkers? What I, th- I think it was a good drop in hindsight from the victory. What's that? Robbie Anderson? Uh, Robbie Anderson oh, of the waiver. The, the audience likes it apparently. So, what, what do you do this week? Anything? Got like one catch. So, okay, yeah. probably Robbie. fair call. But, uh, you know, CMC out. You never know. Obviously, Robbie Anderson really made his name at the Panthers last year with no CMC. So, maybe something down the same avenue anyway. Yeah, look, don't mind. It's a statement on uh, upon entry from the drinkers. So, well done. Now, I've just seen this one. The Godfather, your co- your potty co-host, picks up Corridor Patterson, drops Dallas Go Dirt. Yeah. Reasoning? I've got TJ Hawkinson. I don't need Go Dirt. I'm probably going to put in a claim for Dallas Godert. Yeah, he's not showing up. Probably should have mentioned that before he's the not, pod drops. He's not think, showing up, to be honest with you. Um, Zach Ertz still there. He wasn't expected to be there this far into the season. Zach Ertz. Yeah, he was meant to be traded. But, he, but he is there. That's the problem. And he took and he, he caught a TD from the weekend. Am I not right in saying that? Yeah, he did. He um, did. And look. I just want to clear that roster space, to be honest with you. He's doing nothing right now. Three weeks in. I'm not holding it. He's not another OJ Howard for mine where I hold on to him for uh, 10 out of 17 weeks and he does nothing all year. Um, best of luck to anyone that has fortunes with Dallas, Dallas Go Dirt, if that's the case, yourself, whoever that may be. But, um, yeah, look, he's off my roster. And, Higby uh, or Go Dirt? Oh, Higby. Higby? Still Dallas Go Dirt, still go, tight end 13 on the year. I think it says it. Go Dirt. Um, get out of here. Get out of here. Well, it's a big drop. Uh, if anyone wants him, go for it. But uh, no, Corridor Patterson wanted him. I'll be honest. I didn't even think twice him. about dropping him. So you're making me a little bit of paranoia right Who's now. Who's your starting tight end? 
Uh, oh, Hawkinson. Hawks, yeah, no. So he's never going to get. He's never going to get the gig. There's never going to be a situation where I'm going to look there, and I'm going to play Go Dirt over Hawkinson if they're both available. So it's just basically, if an injury occurs, Go Dirt is my next man in. Uh, if that's the situation, God forbid, knock on a bit of wood, that happens, I'll hit the waiver. I'll find my option there. You find a Tyler Conklin. Yeah, well, I, well, Tyler Conklin won't be on the waiver. Conklin, man. Uh, I might pick him up right now. Third pick up of the week, BPK 420, gains Tim Patrick. Trey Sermon goes down to the waiver wire. I'm going to know about whether to drop Trey Sermon. Um, obviously, with the Denver wide receiver mess uh, injured, I thought give him a flyer for a week. Trey Sermon, just not that impressed, to be honest, with Elijah Mitchell potentially coming back. Thought it was a a doable drop. Felt dirty to do, but, uh, hey, that's you just got to run the risk sometimes. And one and two, eighth on the ladder. Got to, got to roll the dice somewhere, and hopefully uh, Timmy Patrick hits. Uh, and last pickup of the waiver on the week was done by the Kentucky Kings acquiring Emmanuel Manny Sanders from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, James White down at the waiver wire. Excuse me while I'm... Putting down a couple of sucker tars. Um, this is your time, Steve. Is there anything you want to potentially just mention and reaffirm or reinsure people that you don't need to drop players before you make claim? For yes, players? we did. Just we did case. want to see this actually. So oh, we noticed. Obviously, saw that Morgs dropped. It, point of the story is never drop players before the waivers actually drop because you're not guaranteed to pick up the players that you want. That's the unless, biggest thing I can unless say. Unless you're one hundred, you just want this cunt off your 100%. team. A hundred percent. And I get that. I get it. Well, I mean, he only dropped AJ Dillon and someone else. Well, they weren't much chop at all. Mark, Ingram, Mark Ingram. Ingram. Both droppable. But the more so fact is that I know I can see here that he put a claim in for Corridale, Patrick, and Chuba Hubbard. Uh, definitely, he was expecting to get two of those, maybe three. He was too far down the waiver order because he's had a good start to the year. Um, so just keep in mind, boys, don't drop before the waiver starts because you're not guaranteed to pick, uh, pick up that player you ideally want, really. Yep. So now Morgan's got a couple of holes to fill, but he can go pick up some free agents. But, um, yeah, probably just one to watch for the future, boys. Yeah, just to watch your space, especially a few Morgs. Obviously, you're new to the league this year, so um, I'm, new to the, I'm not sure if you're new to fantasy. If you're new to fantasy, then I guess it's understandable. If you're not, well, then it's a fucking statement, which I rate that as well. Um, audience loves that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So it's a watch your space. Maybe clear it up on the social morgues tomorrow when you get a listen. Um, or don't clear it up, whatever. Um, trade, Steve, anything? Nothing. Trade. I know there's a bit of trade flirted last night. Um, he just said anyone want to trade, whatnot, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I know Daryl Henderson's on the table for myself. Uh, so is Brandon Ayuk. It's going to be hard. Um, I think those top people start far trying to flirt with the people at the bottom, see what they can squeeze out of that. But um, these trades will come. Everyone's just a bit tentative at, start, at the start. Happy with the team they draft. But now we're getting to the stage. We talked about it before. Where you drafted someone now is almost irrelevant now. We've had three weeks of body of work. We're in the fourth week. We're a quarter way through the season. It's irrelevant. Now. So now it's really started time. If someone hasn't been performing, swing that axe, get rid of them, upgrade, take another flyer. As I said, us down the bottom, we've got to start making moves. Otherwise, our season's going to be over very fucking quick. You can throw that... Um you can, you can throw that draft position uh, puzzle piece at somebody, but um, you get shut down pretty quick throwing those puzzle pieces around. No, nah, well said. It means fuck all right now. Well so, fucking said. Uh, man up, stop fucking around, and stop bringing up where you drafted that player because it doesn't mean fuck all. Uh, move, move on to our New newer, segment. newest segment. Um, it's a fan favorite. It's a definitely a personal favorite, Steve, um, apart from obviously the other segments we've got here. But I love this because 
as you mentioned earlier, this um, is what we hear from the listeners. We are, we are the people's podcast, we're the people's league, uh, as we are just in every uh, podcast and a podcast for run. the people by the people. You know how it goes, and it is this week's newest segment. It is this week's mailbag. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail when it comes. I want to wail. Fuck! Shout out to the editing department there. Pretty stock standard for mine. Uh, before we start, so boys, this is a call out. I want to I want to see some mail. I know we've got one bit of uh, mail from a, a listener to this week, but um, Dick, disappointing. Um, did think you were going to write a bit of mail in return serve to Dreams Hero to Zero comment last week. Expecting a bit of mail from him next week, regardless of the result. Thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are so I've obviously been going a little bit hard on Dick again today, uh, tonight, <laughs> even after he's pa- he he's pasted me on the scoreboard this week. Uh, after I pasted him on the pod last week. So um, the reason I've gone a little bit hard again is because I am a little bit disappointed, to be honest with you, I haven't copped some mail back because I'm used to throwing jabs and, um, you know, I throw them, I throw them for a reason. Um, it's for people to listen. It's to get you get fired up. A little up. bit of content, enjoy it, um, and then throw something back at me so we can talk about it next week. And I'm a bit dirty. Um, dirty. So this is another official call out. I'm on not dirty. Yeah, I'm, I'm not dirty at the result. No, no, no. This is not call out. I'm not dirty at the result of the week. It may sound like that because he's beat me and I'm still going at him, but I'm dirty that I basically am getting no response. So it feels like I'm getting the silent treatment. So I'm a little bit dirty. Okay, but okay. If he's got reasoning behind it and he wants to go on with that, no problem. I personally won't be requesting mail. I I just want to clear up why I, I sometimes throw some jabs out there. It's for the content. It's for you guys to have a listen and have a laugh. It's for us to interact. Maybe you throw something back at me. The mailbag is officially now open. Officially. Uh, I'll put a pass on it because maybe no one really was familiar with the mail. You've heard the cue. The mailbag's open. Write something in if you're feeling it. Get it off your chest. Well if you're not happy with someone else on the trade table, how they're operating, write let some mail know. at let us. Know, let them know before. Tell us about it. Um, get it out there. It's a good talking point. It's a good it's a good topic of discussion. It's all about communication. It's all about connection. These are the things that bring us together and bring the league a bit tighter. Agreed. The mailbag is fucking open, and we have one piece of mail tonight. Take it away, Dreamer. The first piece of mail and the only piece of mail tonight. Hi, guys. I love your work so far. Keep up the great work. I know we all love tuning in each week, not only for this week, but for the rest of the season. Uh, my issue tonight is with the Kentucky Kings oh. once again gobbing off about his second highest score this week. In case he wasn't aware, this is a league where wins and losses count more than than points scored. Please stop with the desperation and leave your team to get the dubs. Signed, Anonymous. (laughs) Maybe a little editing needed there. That was a cheeky bit of mail from Anonymous. We don't often like the Anonymous mailbags, but I mean, listen, we requested it. Someone's written one in. I'll respect it. The Kentucky Kings, second highest score of the week. A few jabs in there, so someone's unhappy with prawn in the league. We'll accept jabs as anonymous. If, if the mail is full of jabs and it's signed anonymous, we'll accept it. We'll accept it. Jabs are good. Jabs are good. Prawn, uh, prawn won't be happy with that bit of mail. I'm expecting a prawn, uh, return serve off prawn as well. So that was our mailbag for the week. It was a good mail. It was good to get the ball rolling. We'll fire up next week. Loved it. You know what you're about. No excuses now moving forward. I personally won't be asking for anything. If it's empty, it's empty. But um, it's your time to vent if you want to vent something. 
Going to move on to this week's head-to-head matchups. Let's be honest. It's the biggest part of the show. Let's it's go. the biggest segment of the show. If it wasn't for this segment, the show simply would not exist. It's this week's head-to-head matchups. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Fucking love it. First game of the week. It, uh, it's top of table. My man, Abbott's motherfucking Browntown taking on your podcast host, the Commish, BPK420. Uh, look, the projected, yeah, barely split in there, 129.9 versus 129.7. Um, you got some big names on both ends. you got both QBs, Wilson and Brady, and you got both big name running backs in Henry and Cook. We all know who I'm tipping. I know me and Brian are going to have a nice little dinner on this one, so uh, I know I'm tipping myself. Who are you taking? Oh. you got to do it. you got to stick with a man in form. This is a tough one, Steve. Um you can't, you can't tip against him. You can't tip against him. It's a tough one. Um, it's a tough one is because it's, how much does Abbott's Browntown beat you by this week? Oh, um, it's okay, my man okay, Browntown. Okay, okay. It's my man Browntown <laughs> taking down the Pop Town. And um, he takes home the chocolates. Um, and it's how much? It's, it's by how much? Uh, it's just a percentage boost here for Abbott's Browntown. Browntown will sort out the details of the necessities of the bet. Um, I'm expecting BPK to show up in a big fucking way this week. Is there some sort of a wager popping up there between you two, is there? There's a nice dinner. We're, we're big on nice dinners. Nice little, you know, three course, couple of entrees, Excuse couple me, bottles of just wine. Just on the suck again. So it's not an eat out sort of thing. It's an eat in, dine in. It'll, it'll, I mean, yeah, sorry, I mean, it's a dine at home sort of thing. Do, yeah, definitely. Some, obviously, yeah, nothing's open. So high-end Uber Eats, obviously. High-end Uber Eats, like maybe some Profidor. Sh- so we're talking beyond Chine. Oh, absolutely, we're talking beyond Chine. See, Chine for me is like a le- Chine for me is like high-end. So for my, I'm not a big Uber Eats man, but I've got, you've got, your, obviously, your, your, your Suva or your HSP or your fucking... Burger. That's fucking rubbish. No, no, that, that, yeah, that's yeah, your okay. low end. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. your, like, I don't get Uber Eats much. Yeah, yeah, I'm a yeah. big cooker at home. Yeah. Well, you can see all the qui- equipment I there. Do. You know what I'm kitchen. about in the kitchen. I you know do. what I'm about. So Uber Eats is not my sector, but that's low end for me and then high end for me is China. Are we talking... Are we talking way beyond China? We're talking way beyond China. We're probably talking like at least two, three mains, couple of onchies, couple of bottles of red. Okay. Um, yeah, you're up. For, you're up against it. Um, you have to confirm the details, but uh, Brownie will be down anyway. And if he's not down, well, a sign of weakness. I, Absolutely, I think anyway. it's weak. So we'll roll with that one anyway. But uh, so we're split there. I think we're going to start keeping tracks of our tips as well. We are. Did you have a, a chance potentially to check out how it went last week? I didn't, but I figured. I mean, let's give him a peel back behind the curtain. Sometimes we tip to keep it interesting, like we did in Supercoach. Um, sometimes we tip against the grain even if we don't believe it. You and me now, we're tipping genuinely who we want to believe because it's getting recorded from this potty onwards. Well, we'll say we'll say that's how we're tipping. I still may personally tip. Well, if you lose, for, I, yeah, if you no, lose, I, I don't no want excuses. to hear. Okay, oh, perfect. Absolutely that's the perfect. no excuses. Loser maybe has to do. Did you hear about the bloke in the Waffle House in the US? No. He lost his fantasy thing. He had to spend 24 hours in a waffle house. And each waffle he ate was an hour off his total time spent there. I like something like that, maybe. So how did, sorry, say that. How did so he went to waffle house for 24 hours. Yeah. Every waffle he ate got one hour off his total time spent so there. So he eats 24 waffles, he gets straight out of there. You're not going to eat 24 waffles. So he ate 12 waffles, he had to spend 12 hours there. <laughs> So maybe a little, a little Domo Mac special, maybe something like that. Twenty four hours of Domo Mac, uh, maybe sausage egg muffin or something. We'll, we'll see how we go. Well, this is food for thought. Maybe mailbag in. 
Don't mind it. Mailbag, Mailbag here for punishment yeah. for the loser with a tipper. But um, let's move it on anyway. Is this for end of year? Is end of year? I'll spend fucking 12 hours at Mac. I'll take the lappy there, get on the Wi-Fi, do a bit of fucking podcast stuff. I'll do a live pod from there. It's almost a treat. Fuck, imagine doing a live pod from Mac. I'd <laughs> um, write that. That'd be huge. Next game of the way we sat on that one for a bit. Should have been over in five seconds, <laughs> to be honest with you. Average Brown Town by 50 points for mine. Um, Kentucky Wings uh, up against the Godfather. Uh, it's controversial here. Obviously, Prawn's got a projector of 135.2, so he'll probably nail that and um, come second top scorer of the week again. Um, and up against the Godfather with 117.8. So, obviously, I'm under-projected here. Uh, probably rightfully so. Uh, by the look of it, I've got the worst team. But, look, I'll show up this week, in my opinion. Uh, Joe Mixon obviously got a pretty easy matchup there. And Dak Prescott um, should go off this week. So, uh, look, it's me for mine. You but, do um, have a healthy couple of nice players there projected, I but Prawn like simply well. has fucking better. Yeah. Number one, you've got to start putting some respect on his name. It's the Kentucky Kings. What am I calling him? The Kentucky Wings. No, I'm calling the Kentucky Kings. I'm, I don't think I don't think you are. Oh. I think we need to get a playback on that. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you call him the Kentucky Wings. No, no way. You are calling. I know his name. <laughs> There's too much red wine being poured right now. It, you were calling him the Kentucky okay. Wings. Okay. With a lack of respect. We'll have a listen back. Look, let's just start with that before okay. we continue. There is absolutely no, uh, no malice in that. I was not trying to call him Kentucky Wings. If that slipped up. That's how it happened, but I know he's a Kentucky Kings. I know Prawn, but go on. Okay, well, with that being said, he's got Herbert and Cooper Cup absolutely steamrolling at the moment. I simply can't tip against him. Um, the Kentucky Kings by 70. <laughs> <laughs> by 70? Wow. This is a nice, this okay. will be Prawn, Prawn 160, Dreamer barely cracking the Hungebot, uh, maybe oh. 90, 92. Dak gets shut down. Joe Mixon gets shut down. How you doing, Keeper Movement? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is... Well, audience is happy about him. That is a laugh if I've ever heard one. Gee, Next, 70 points. That's a big fucking win. That's a big win. Okay. But I'm, I'm sticking by it. Look, I'm sticking by it. That's good. All right. Next up, we've got your man. It's Team Dixon with a projected 122 up against the London Victory because the injury-rattled injury London Victory is... With a projection of less than 100 at the moment and 98 points. Uh, Kyler Murray, Keen Allen will be uh, looking to keep the show rolling for Team Dixon. Terry McLaurin, Paddy Mahomes, the top two projected for the London Vic Drinkers. Who you take him? Team Dixon. It's a no-brainer. Uh, the Vic Drinkers have just walked into an absolute onslaught. He thought he can come in here, get the number one pick, take down the league, take down the ship. Uh, Morgs, uh, wake up because this is the Inner City Digits League. This is your first year here. Um, you've been here for five seconds. How about you just start putting a few wins together before you start um, doing your thing out there? So this is Team Dixon. This is a reigning champ. This is where he starts to make uh, his, his mark on the season. I uh, agree there, more. There's there's just too many. He's been riddled with injuries this week, uh, London victory, because he's going to need a couple of weeks. His team is built around McCaffrey. Uh, McCaffrey needs to come back. Um, or oh, unfortunately, can't tip the line of Vic Drinkers until McCaffrey's back. So, Team Dixon by a good 30-40 there. Uh, next matchup, fourth matchup on the week. Should be a perler. We've got Ridley's Believe It or Not, Dulzy straight up there in Darwin, still growing on the minds with a projected of 126.8 up against the coach of the decade in Randall Throbbers at 0-3 on the year. 122 projection. Devonta Adams and Derek Carr versus... Lamar and Jalen Hurts, well, that can't happen because they're both quarterbacks. 
Um, who are you taking here? This will be a tough one. It's coach of the decade for mine. You go on the throbs. Oh, look, when, you, when, you, when you're going over to Latvia during the week, it means you're on. Uh, it's as simple as that. Nobody just goes to Latvia. So this is Randall Throbbers. That's a statement from him in, his, in terms of travelling this week. And he's going to make statements on the fantasy circuit this week. This is the Throbbers in a close one. Uh, arguably the matchup of the week. I'm not sure who the matchup of the week is, but this is arguably the matchup of the week. This is the Throbbers by somewhere between 5 to 15 points. I am going to have to disagree there. Uh, Devonta Adams is back. Justin Jefferson's back. Derek Carr, he's got a weak projection. He's been dominating all week. The AJ Brown injury to the Throbbers ain't going to help him in any way. It's uh, Ridley's Believe It or Not for me. No worries. There we go. That's our uh, let's head to head to matchups of the week. It's good. I've just clicked the wrong button there. Um, no, it's not. Uh, anyway, we've got one more segment here. Uh, it's the most important segment, the most important segment. It is this week's head to head matchup of the week. Let's go. Sam, I'll give you that. You're okay with me. <laughs> Who is it? Head-to-head matchup of the week. No surprises here. If you haven't heard your name being called, it's probably you. It's hanging with Hernandez with a projection of 122.9, led by Josh Allen, Aaron Jones, up against your boy, the fishing man, our straight out of lake ties, run CMC, second ladder, 130.3 projection, held by Kamara and Rogers. So... What have we got? Third v. Fourth this week. Uh, a couple of big cron smokers go head-to-head this week. Both are top four in the hunt uh, at third and fourth, respectively, and two and one on the year. There can only be one winner. No doubt a couple of jingleberries will be on the line. Both have a healthy projection, 120-plus. Projections definitely don't mean anything, but for mine, straight up the head-to-head matchup of the week. Who you got? Hi, I'm taking Run CMC. Uh, he demolished me last week. You can probably say that's probably... Factor into my decision, but uh, I like his team. Uh, I really do like his team. I think he's going to do damage this year. Uh, it's about the acquisitions he can make during the year. But, uh, yeah, it's run CMC for me. Uh, look, I'm going to go uh, against the grain then. I'm going to make it real interesting. I'm going to go hand- hanging with Hernandez. I did support run CMC th- uh, last week, so there's no reason I shouldn't be tipping him this week. But uh, hanging with Hernandez, I believe he had a monster score this week just from reading before, 130 plus. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to support that hot hand. Um, as you mentioned before, big bud smokers there, so there'll be something on the line. Um, if you're following this matchup during the weekend or over the week or whatever it is, uh, make sure you're blazing one up for the boys there in the head-to-head matchup of the week. Sure to be a cracker. Um, blaze it up, 420. Let's smoke this shit up. Got a lot of good matchups this week, might I add. It was tough to pick one, but we've settled on that one. Third v. Fourth, top four on the line. Let's go. What a way to finish it off. Um, no, that's all she wrote. That is all she wrote. Um, look, that, that head-to-head matchup is going to be really nice to watch. Um, that's the end of the pod, week two. Everyone's happy about it. Um, the audience uh, the audience loves it. Um, it's been a good night, Steve. It's been a great night. Wines are flowing over here. Uh, it's been a great weekend. Uh, great. Been a rough couple starts of the week. Uh, best luck to everyone in the head-to-head matchups. Hope you boys like it. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Um, only 14 weeks left Gets shorter and shorter each week uh, Good luck to everyone We'll see you all next week Lovers We're a little bit up on the run time this week We've hit the hour mark But um, look we're talking some shit I've, I've polished a bottle of red In one sitting In one hour So uh, You're gonna I'm, get that. I'm on my way I'll be dropping a couple of supers tonight So, Let's go. so it's a big <laughs> night uh, But shout out so We're looking at an hour run time moving forward Let's be honest Get used to it The boys won't mind But uh, um, love everyone Best of luck to everyone Love your work See you all next week Shout out. Shout out.
so they were doing what I'm doing. That's back with the block in the air. You teams is both the only things out here recruiting. So either way, niggas is shooting. These was the people I'm cool with, the ones that help me dictate my Cause if my mama catch me at this girl house, then man, she probably gonna kill me. Uh, but if I get the I, 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 I wonder somebody gonna kill me.